0: what is up guys and welcome back to the chilling with dylan podcast you're chilling with your host dylan today and right now i'm just hanging out in the van uh winding down a pretty long day i guess it's been just a kind of just bland bland day uh pretty much just worked and uh went to the gym and meditated hung out with a friend it's been kind of gloomy today so I couldn't get outside I mean I could have but I would have been all wet and we don't need none of that but uh anyway today I guess I just kind of want to cover a couple topics uh I really want to talk about like love and fear so we'll just dive into that, I guess. Um so something I noticed is that oftentimes uh, in my own experience, I know this is probably applicable to a lot of people, but uh oftentimes I'll mistake fear for love. Um you know, I like we'll, we'll think of something we want to do Uh, and you know, the things you want to do, that's where the love is, you know, like the things you love about life that you would love to experience and love to, you know, do, have or be or whatever, you know, that's where the real love is. So when we think of something we want to do, we're thinking in terms of love. Um, but the thing is like this thought of something like a desire that you you know, something that you want pops up, uh, oftentimes we'll have a second thought about it and we'll doubt it, we'll doubt the, uh, the reality of, of that thought or that idea, um, you know, most of the times we just shut it off right away, um, and what I noticed is that when I choose fear, when I choose doubt, um, um, a lot of times i there's this insane thinking that um choosing to trust that doubt, trust that uh that second thought um, like it, it seems like it's protecting you from something um, you know you you choose that because you you trust that more than the thought of your desire. Or what you want. Um, and so, you know, in a way, we we believe that fear will give us what we want. Um, but really, you know, the thought is the thing itself. You know, that first thought of the desire, if you were to trust that and believe in it fully and, and feel that instead of that second thought or that doubt that creeps in, um, you know, we'd have what we want. You know, how many times, you know, I can count countless times where uh, I doubted myself. I doubted the reality of of my desires and, you know, I would end up in a worse place. I would end up, like, wishing I didn't make that decision or regretting or, you know, being upset. Um, and, you know, that all started when we chose fear instead of love when we chose to doubt rather than believe um and you know we we kind of we kind of in, in this world we're taught that fear is love you know it it's messed up but at some point along the lines most people pretty much everyone you know everybody has gone through traumas and experiences that have led us to believe that, uh, fear is love, that fear will protect us in some way or give us what we want or, uh, benefit us in some way. Um, and you know, as I'm talking about this, you probably are having some resistance towards that idea. You know, you, you may think, oh, fear is trying to protect me, but that's exactly, you know, we we have been either brainwashed or self hypnotized to a point where we fully believe that fear has some some function that serves us. Um, and you know, we we have fears for a lot of reasons. You know, there, and I see it all as stemming from trauma, uh, something that the world gave you, uh, that you kind of accepted into your own being. Um, you know, that's really what a fear is. It's when, uh, you know, you're impressed by something in the world. You're impressed by, uh, what people do to you. You're impressed by, uh, the events that you witness in the world. You know, all of these things that you witness that, you know, you experience, they have an effect on you. They alter your worldview and your beliefs and your, uh, perspective of, of people and things in the world. Um, and what I've noticed is that, you know, most of, most of the things that we're taught is, you know, fear of lack, you know, fear of, uh, not, not having enough, scarcity beliefs, uh, or fear that, you know, you may not end up with the love that you want or, you know, something like that, you know, the way the world is set up, um, you know, through all of the, the ads and commercials and the, the newspaper and, you know, just all of that stuff that is big in the world, uh, that makes like headlines and stuff. That stuff is all set up to you know, keep us from our true nature, which is love and happiness and trust and joy. You know, I see that as that's where we came from. We came from uh eternal peace and uh love and just existence. Uh we we came out of somewhere like, I see it as, like, we came from heaven and now we're experiencing, I guess you could say, hell. Because we're so limited here. Uh, you know, we have these bodies. And they, you know, we have to take a shit. We have to take a piss. We have to uh, eat and all that. Uh, But, you know, through my experience, I've come to realize that the thing that I call I... My my own sense of being is not physical. Uh, my my own sense of awareness is the experiencer, uh, the thinker of the thoughts, the uh, feeler of all the feelings. You know, I am that. Uh, you can't even describe it. Like we are literally an ineffable presence that makes these bodies move and have life uh, you know, we're the life in the body, um, and so, you know, I'm realizing more and more every day that I'm that, and, you know, I live in this body, and I dwell in it, but, uh, you know, that's, that's, this body is not me, like, I am one with it, but it is not my true being, um, yeah, so, you know, I see it as, like, we came from a place of of pure, you know, of, of being unlimited, really, and then we came into this world of limitation to, you know, prove that we can overcome any limitation, any obstacle. Uh, even with limitations, we are not limited. Uh, that's the the power that we are. Yeah. Um, And so, you know, this world, I see it as we're we're going through, like, we descended from the larger scale that we were on, and then we descended to this level, the most restricted level that we could be, yet still be, like, self-aware, I guess, uh, or... I don't know like I I see it as we just descended to this level and we're on a path of ascending back to what we were it's kind of like a water cycle or something like that uh you know like I feel that it's just an infinite cycle of of descending and ascending and descending and ascending again uh but anyway, that's kind of like off-topic stuff. I mean, it's not really. There is no topic here, I guess. But uh, anyway, on back onto the topic of like love and hate and all that. Uh, I also came to another realization that uh, all all denial that you experience in the world is is self denial. Um, you know, the the world does not care what you express. You know, whatever you express. The world just has to accept uh you know if you're expressing something then no one can really stop you or do anything about it uh so you know the world doesn't really care what you express but you do you care what you express uh you know that's really all we're doing is expressing ourselves our i am um And so, you know, when we when we choose fear over love, we're just denying ourselves within ourselves, in your imagination, in your mind. You know, all all of life is within. Uh, So, you know, if if things look bad in your world, you know, they probably they do look bad in your mind. You know, it's like a, a reflection there. Uh, Because yourself is being expressed, and yourself is that inner presence that is, you know, thinking and and feeling things. Um, That is what's being expressed here. Like, right now, all of us feel like we're human. We believe that we are human, and so we are. We appear that way. But, uh, you know, we are just the consciousness uh, conceiving of itself to be something and being it uh and so you know when when we choose fear over love we're denying ourselves within and what i mean by that is like i said earlier the thought of having something that you want comes up you know like let's say let's say you're in a store and you see a candy bar that you want but you don't have enough money uh, you know, the 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 timeline of that little scenario right there is you're in the store, you see a candy bar, and the thought of having it comes up. But immediately after, we come up with some reason why we can't have it. We trust that second thought. We trust what our senses tell us more than what our spirit tells us. Uh, we trust this outer this outer being which is really a reflection of what's being done within yourself uh and so you know we trust that that second thought of I don't have enough money for this but I guarantee you if you were to just stop at that first thought of enjoying your candy bar and just letting that that train of thought and feeling just kind of bloom inside of you. Just kind of fully express itself inside of you. In some way, you know, someone would maybe come up and buy your candy bar or uh, you'd find out that they're, they're giving away free candy bars down the street. You know, in, in some way, you would have that candy bar because you have it within. You don't deny yourself of it. Um, so, you know, it really is... It's a process of uh, letting the desire come and just letting it stay. Letting it be instead of just killing it right away with doubt and worry and reason. Uh, you know, it, 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 the world will call it foolishness. You know, the, the wisdom of man calls this the wisdom of God really foolishness but in my experience I've learned that this is how things are created in this world is is through trust trust and faith is the foundation of all things that are created here uh you know you're really seeing what you are believing right now in your world like you know you have evidence for everything you believe otherwise why would you believe it Um, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's really a process of kind of, like, think of, I, I brought this, like, analogy up before, but think of a thought as kind of like a seed, or uh, better yet, think of it as the word of God, literally, uh, your thoughts, see them as, literal promises from God, uh, and when you, when you feel a sense of oneness with that thought, uh, like you can entertain that thought in your mind, and you can uh, sit with it and be present with it, that is, you're hearing the word of God, and it's, in some way, it happens. You know you're trusting that word, and the thing is, every word spoken in your mind is the word of God, and God can say uh, the most evil, wicked things or the most heavenly, delightful things. It's all within you, uh, but you know you'll only you'll only receive what you accept uh, in your mind. It is all mental, uh, so when you When you have a desire pop up, like you want a new pair of shoes or something, um, you know, as soon as that desire pops up, just feel the reality of it. Feel like it is 100% possible, so possible that it's already been done. Uh, And in some way, you'll get those shoes. In some way. Uh, And, you know, you don't got to call it God or anything. You I people call it source. I I like to call it the creative principle of the uh, of all that is, really. Um you know, and it, it really is that sense of awareness in you, I guess. That sense of awareness that picks up on thoughts or, or experiences the things within you. That is God. Uh, the knowing is God, knowing what you, what you are, that is God right there. Uh, the, the knowledge that you are, uh, or the awareness of being or your present tense feeling of being, uh, and you know, when you, when a thought comes by, uh, and you become one with it, you are knowing yourself to be that thing. You are receiving that thing. Uh, and and the thing is, like attracts like, really. And so what you are, what you believe yourself to be, you know, those thoughts that are in conformity with that self-concept that you hold of yourself, those are the ones that you will naturally merge with and become one with. So, you know, if I, if I see myself as a, a stupid person, you know, I, I could walk into a room and I might have a, a first thought is everybody thinks I'm smart or, uh, I'm, I'm expressing intelligent energy right now. That could be your first thought, but since you have that concept of, I am stupid, you're going to ignore that thought completely because it doesn't conform to who you are. It's not natural for you to have that thought. And so another thought will come up that says, "Oh, everyone in here is looking at me like I'm stupid." And you'll you'll become one with that. You will merge with that idea. And then it's almost like you're you're becoming an like Think of that thought as like a a scene in a play. When you become one with that, you become the actor playing the part in that scene. The main character in that scene. Um, And, you know, if you you started to change how you view yourself, that's all you got to do. Is change how much you value yourself and how... You know, think higher of yourself. Choose more love for yourself. Love yourself more. Love yourself more than anything you've ever loved on this planet. And naturally, as you start to do that to yourself, your concept of who you are will change and your natural thoughts, you know, those thoughts that stick out the most and get your attention the most, will be of a higher quality. Because you are of a higher quality, you've raised yourself up to a level where you can see all of those those higher thoughts. You can explore those feelings of that higher level more as you raise yourself up, and uh, you know, and and just like that, whatever you think is natural in this world, whatever is like the most, whatever you think would happen anyway, that is. What manifests in your world. Whatever you have full confidence in. Without a doubt. Uh, And so. You know this is. It's really important to. You know every time you catch yourself. Thinking low of yourself. Or choosing. uh, Fear instead of love. Immediately just. Cut off that attention. To that thought. And move it. Place it in a better spot. Think of yourself a little higher. One thought at a time. And over time, you'll, you'll look back and be like, wow, did I really believe that I was that back in the day? Like, I can't believe I was that person. I look back and do it all the time. All the time. Every day, I look back at the beginning of the day and I'm like, wow, I changed so much just from this morning. I woke up in a shitty mood, and now I'm going to sleep feeling like, like I'm on top of shit. And uh, you know that's that's the attitude to have, really. Uh, and it all starts with just how you see yourself. What is what does I am mean to you? What what does your own existence mean to you? Because that's the thing in, in this world, you know. Right now, you're only experiencing your own existence. And so, how you are is how your entire existence is um, and you know uh you you really just that fear is also your reasoning mind uh it's that that voice in your head that you know you have a dream, and then it's that voice in your says in your head that says, "Well, look where you're at right now you you're broke, you're not loved, whatever." Uh, because that's, you know, what your senses have confirmed for you. Your senses have confirmed those things. Um, and so, you know, you'll have that reasoning mind come in and say, you can't experience that because this is where you're at now. Um, but, you know, look at this world as what God or source or whatever you want to call it has already created it's done and finished there's uh you can't do anything with it because it's already done and only god can do things here uh if you're following me on that um so you know like all of these these things in front of you right now that is what has already been given to you and once you accept that, you can kind of let go of it. You can let go of that and be like, okay, well, I don't have to accept this anymore because it's already, it's done. It's done and over with. Um, so think of the your external circumstance as what God has already created or manifested or whatever. And then think of your imagination as what God is doing, what he is Or it, or she, or whatever you want to call it, what God is creating now, what God is producing to come into this world. Um, If you start seeing it like that, then you'll really kind of become indifferent to to little like hiccups in your external reality. Um, You know, because you'll realize like, oh, this is this is just a one of my past imaginal acts coming to fruition. This is like the, the fruit of my labor. Uh, but I'm planting new fruits now, so it doesn't matter. Uh, you know, as long as you don't keep entertaining that negativity, uh, it'll just go away, really, you know? And that's why I, I say this wisdom is foolishness to the world. Uh, because, you know, all my life, people have told me, uh, you can't just ignore your problems and have them go away. But I've found that that is the case. That is literally true. And it there's no, no backfiring to it either. You know, as long as you put your focus on the solution instead of the problem. Uh, because, you know, at, when you start doing that, that life force in you it it starts flowing towards uh like think of it as uh the the like life force in you starts flowing into the picture in your mind and starts making it real and alive um you know that is really i guess one of the best ways to explain it um Or, you know, you can think of it like this, like the external world, again, is what God has already created. And what is taking place within you, the things that nobody else sees, that is what God is creating right now. So if you watch yourself closely, every time you consciously take a step, you will imagine it first and then it will happen. You can't take the step before imagining it. It's impossible. uh, Because that would imply that there's something other than God creating and making things happen. Um, So, you know, you can see that. And you can start to see it in your everyday life. Everything you do, just watch and you'll find that you've imagined it before it happened, uh so you know you kind of experience things twice, uh one experience for God and one experience for man, uh, because you know, like Jesus Christ in the Bible, which again is a symbol of someone who has had a spiritual awakening. Jesus Christ is not a physical person that existed on this earth two thousand years ago um you know in the bible it says in there all the time jesus christ or i think jesus said it um god and i are one or my father and i are one uh so you know this this presence within you that is god and god has become one with man or human As some people get weirded out when i just say man when I'm referring to human, human species or whatever, uh, but I do mean just humans, not just males, male humans. Uh, I mean all of humanity. Um, you know, God and I are one, and I claim this every day of myself because I've found it to be true. And if it's true of me, it has to be true of everybody because we're no different. We may look different, but in essence, we're all the same. Uh, and so we are all one. We are all one in that one is God. Uh, but yeah, you know, go throughout your day and see just how many things you do a day where you imagine it first. You can't even move your arm without Even if it's just for a split second. That's all it needs if you have full confidence that you can do it. You know, I have absolutely no reason to believe that I can't move my arm. Uh, And so, you know, it seems like you don't really imagine it first, but you do. Even if it's just a flash of a microsecond, you imagine it first. You set that in motion in you, in your imagination, and then it happens. Um, and you know, this, that it's possible for anything, anything in the universe that you can think of doing, you can do this, anything, uh, there's no limits to it. Uh, I've, I've heard some very miraculous stories and I've had quite a few myself, uh, where things just somehow worked out because I knew that they would. Um, and so, you know, the, the key here also is to not think of getting something, but feel, see the world from the point of view of already having what you want, you know, walk in fulfillment of that desire and, you know, see, see things differently, you know, and you can tell when, when you do this because you'll have a mental change you will see the world differently uh, in in your mind and, and you'll start to kind of paint the world with your imagination with your perspective um, and it's so beautiful you know you can raise yourself to such high states uh, and you know maybe you can't really stay in those states that long at first but you know, again, it's just like working out a muscle. The more you entertain a state, the more natural it becomes and the more firm you become in it. You know, you kind of plant your roots in that state. Uh, and it, it's beautiful. It is so beautiful. Um, But another thing that I kind of wanted to talk about on the topic. I kind of went off again there, but... That's how I get with these things, guys, because it's so freeing. You know, I my life has changed so, so much and I feel so much more peace and bliss and just, you know, all, all from nothing, dude, all just from using my mind, you know, and I'm realizing that I don't need the things that the world told me I need. All I need is myself. To have one hundred percent peace and bliss and happiness, that's all I need. I don't need another person to come around and make me happy. I'll just do it myself. I don't need another person to, you know, help me experience wealth. I'll just do it in my mind, and in some way, it will happen in my world. Um, you know, I don't need uh TV to be entertained. I don't need a anti-aging cream to feel young. You know, I can summon those feelings up at any time and experience it in my mind. And then it just happens in my world. Uh because uh the world is created in the image and likeness of God, and God is my imagination and your imagination and everyone in the world's imagination. Uh but anyway, I I kind of wanted to get back on the topic of like fear and love, but um So basically, you're the master of your life and life is within you. Like you you are the master of that life energy in you. You can make that energy do anything. Uh, and you know, if you set an intention and you stay true to it and you, you, you are serious about it, you know, you take it as if it's a fact, uh, you know, it's, you'll keep conditioning that life energy to, uh, kind of mold itself in that image that you create in your mind of, of your fulfilled desire, uh, You know, you kind of just, you're the master manipulator of this life energy. No one else can can manipulate it at all, unless you let them. You know, unless you let people tell you who and what you are and what you're worth and all that. Uh, Then you're just letting someone else play with your Play-Doh, really. Uh, But, you know, you are the only person in the entire universe that has control over your life energy you can make that life energy do anything um and so that leads me to my next point that uh all limits are purely mental imaginary they only they're only as real as you want them to be so you know when you think about it and again, whenever I'm talking about these things, I'm only talking about the mind. You know, I'm not talking about things that you do physically. I'm talking about the mind and the mind only because that's the only place that you really do anything. That is the that is your reality, is the mind. Um. And so, you know, all these limits that we have, they only exist within us. I'll, like an example, um, let's say a couple weeks ago, I went, I took a jump in Lake Michigan, and it was. I saw the the water temperature; it was thirty eight degrees, and so immediately I started creating little limits in my mind, like, "Oh, I can't go in the water because it's cold." I can't go in the water because uh, no one else is swimming, and I'll look weird. You know, all of these limits started coming up. But that limit didn't exist outside of me. You know, outside of me was just my human body and water. That's just that's all that it was. And the rest of it was just commentary made by me. Saying that I, I can't do this. Uh, it's impossible. Uh, but... I caught myself in that moment and I realized that these limits do not have a right to exist. Uh, Why? Because I said so. And you can do that because it's your mind. You can do what you want with it. There is no no reason why you should limit yourself in your mind other than your reason. And I can tell you that... a hundred percent of the time, there's no good reason for fear, really you know what does it serve you one bit to feel afraid you know even if you're being chased by lions, do you think feeling afraid is really going to aid you any do you think it's really gonna do anything you know you can you can feel confident instead you can feel confident that you're gonna get away from these lions. You can feel happy that you're gonna escape. And even if you don't, at least you went out feeling good. At least you enjoyed the experience. Um So, yeah, I I broke those mental limits that I was making and I it was it just dawned upon me that this is how every limitation in my life is. It's a purely imaginary mental limitation. That does not exist on its own outside of the reality that I give to it. Uh, and you could see that when, when you start looking into the mind for answers about reality, uh, it's so much more interesting. It's so much more profound. It's so much more, it feels so much more real than anything that you can be taught in school. It feels so much more valuable than anything you could learn in college or from another person. When you start going in your mind and seeing that, you know, how your mind is structured and why it is the way it is, uh, you really start to feel just expanded. It's, I can't even describe it because it feels that you're just rising and and becoming greater and greater and greater every single second especially when you keep the awareness that you know life is meant to be lived purely psychologically you know when when you do the work in your mind you know it you start seeing the results of it and it's f- addicting it's fun it makes reality just it, it, it makes you just gasp in awe about how mysterious it all is, and it it you know it kind of brings you back to how you were when you were a child, when you were your more of your pure self. You know you're still that baby that came out. You're the same consciousness, but you've just been conditioned and, and given hate and fear instead of love. But you can give that love to yourself and start, uh, really making big changes in your world, in your life. Uh, and you don't even really have to lift a finger to do it. You simply make a decision and, you know, your body literally has, uh, it has to follow where you go in imagination. Uh, you know, like that, uh like that example with the beach and the water being cold in my imagination at first i i wasn't in the water because i was afraid of how cold it was i was afraid of how uh i might be judged for swimming being the only person swimming for whatever reason uh you know i at that moment i i was not in the water My imagination would. I couldn't go there in my mind. uh, Because of these limits that I had made. But once those limits. When those walls got broke down in my mind. Then I found my body in the water. My body just followed my spirit. You know the, the decision was made. By my consciousness. And my body just had to follow it and so you can see the unlimited potential with this if you could uh you know if you're in michigan and you want to be in florida well put yourself there in imagination you know go to bed every night feeling like you are sleeping in a hotel in florida or that you are walking the streets of florida you know do that all all in your mind don't don't try to do it physically because you can't do it in the mind, have the experience in the mind simply to have it because you want it. You know, do that, and in some way, your body will just catch up to where you've been in spirit, in imagination and it's so interesting, you know I've seen this work, and you know you can see it like when you're driving or walking uh whenever I'm driving. My imagination is always ahead of where I'm at physically. And then I end up there physically. We're always imagining ahead of our evidence. Uh, you know, like I said, before you literally do anything, you have to imagine it first. Before you even have evidence of it in in physical terms. Uh, and it's so powerful. It's so powerful. But uh you know, another thing is that we deny ourselves in imagination. Um like I kind of stated this at the first but or at the beginning, but uh you know, the thing we want appears in imagination. Uh let's say again with with the water example. The thing I wanted was to jump in the lake. Yeah, I wanted like that was my first instinct thing to do is I wanted to just jump in the lake I didn't care how cold it was I just wanted to be in the water um but then I told myself like the thing that we want appears in the imagination and then we tell ourselves that it's off limits to us it's off that that's not mine I can't have that nope we we do that to ourselves and uh, we we tell ourselves, no. And, uh, you know, who created the desire in the first place? You know, your desire and the limitations to it all exist in your mind. If you did not exist, that desire would not be there. At that point in space and time, in, in those exact circumstances, it, it would not be there. If you did not exist... So, you created the desire. It is yours. Who does it belong to if not you? If you created it. You see, uh, everything in your mind is yours. You created it. It exists in your imagination. And you can't prove that it exists anywhere else. You can't find it anywhere else but in your imagination. And so, you know, anytime you have a desire come about, you should see it as immediately as yours. You know, it, why shouldn't it be? You created it. You have full rights over it. Uh, you know, it, if you desire love, well, you you created that love that you're desiring. It it's your love, literally. And you want it. But you already have it, and we we fail to believe that we have it because we think that the imagination is just this uh not important thing that's just background noise that we wish would shut up sometimes uh you know no it's that is your uh, uh, like a huge part of your experience it's your entire experience, like I said before you do anything. You must imagine it first. And so, you know, the imagination is not this tiny little insignificant thing that has no impact. It is your entire experience. You have to take it seriously. As though everything in the imagination is a fact. You know, and and that's a lot of responsibility to assume. To assume responsibility over everything that exists within you. Uh, but you know. After after seeing it. I realized that I have to take responsibility of it. If I want to live the life that I want to live. Because I can't keep. You know. Uh, it will only be. There will only be confusion. If I believe in two sources. For the cause of all of my experiences. You know. If I can create some experiences well then what's creating the other half you know there is no secondary cause it is all imaginal and uh it is a huge seemingly huge responsibility to take on but when you start taking on that responsibility and uh giving yourself that power over your own life you know it's It's exhilarating, honestly. It is such a thrill. Uh, You know, it it seems daunting at first to take responsibility, but that's only because, you know, when we first start walking this spiritual path, uh, we're coming from a a not-so-good background, I guess. Uh, We've gone through a lot of trauma, and a lot of times I feel that Spirituality is kind of like uh you've tried everything else in the world and there you just you know that there has to be some other way. Uh and so you know, when you come to this spiritual stuff or whatever you want to call it, uh you know, there's a lot of nasty shit that exists in your mind. And you know, when you realize you have to take responsibility over all of that, you know, all of that, then, you know, you you just don't want to believe that you, you created that. You don't want to believe that that is your, you know, the fruits of your labor. You know, you don't want to believe that. You want to be able to blame something else so then you can just, I don't know, have some sense of peace knowing that it was all random, I guess. Uh, but... I promise you, once you start taking responsibility over it, you will start to see how you are responsible for all that stuff. You'll start to see that no thought would exist if you were not the way that you were. If you were not a match to it. You know, think of the mind as your mirror. You know, what you see in your mind is really reflecting back to you who and what you believe yourself to be. So, you know, in my mind, if there's people calling me stupid all the time, well, I must be stupid. You know, otherwise, why would I have those thoughts? I must believe myself to be stupid if I allow those thoughts in. Uh, you know, everything in your in your mind really exists there because you permit it to. If for some reason it it validates you it, it proves it proves your beliefs it's the evidence of what you believe really uh, the evidence of what, what you are really uh, and, and it, in some way in some strange way that translates into this physical world. In some way, uh, the things that you are in imagination, that's what you are in this world. Uh, and I've just come to realize that it's because everything is imagination. There is no such thing as an external reality. You know, what I'm seeing right now, this is just my imagination made visible to me right now. Uh... So, yeah, I don't know I guess I feel like this episode has been pretty pretty deep, honestly uh I, I feel that I've been really learning this stuff and applying it in my life and you know I, when I first started getting into this stuff, it was like I wanted to manifest money, I wanted to manifest uh a smoking hot girlfriend or you know stupid shit. I wanted to just manifest uh, things, but now it's just so much more interesting to just manifest the feelings and the thoughts and uh you know the the rest of the world I don't really care what's going on because I know that uh it's really I'm just seeing what I've already done. Uh it's just clothed in 3D form. Uh for physical experience, I guess. But uh you know nowadays I I really I really just focus on creating higher states of consciousness and uh you know raising myself up higher every day. You know, I don't really focus on things. I focus more on how can I feel the best right now? how can I make this moment just fucking fantastic just with my own mind you know I I look at just normal things that nobody would really even care to pay attention to I'll look at just the trees and I'll be you know I'll have this just like wonderful like movie going on in my head and like thinking all these, like, beautiful things about these trees and, you know, it it's just this amazing experience off of something so simple, you know, it, it really is just an adjustment of your inner monologue or your commentary to life Uh because, really, that's the substance of life, you know, what your mental activity, that's really what you're reacting to, you know, everything outside of you just kind of is, you know, it it's, it just is, and anything else that you add after that is, is purely imaginary, and so, you know, the, the things outside of us aren't really what we're, what we're in awe of, or of what we're, uh, Afraid of. Or anything like that. You know. Those things outside of us. Just are what they are. That's it. And anything else that's added to it. The meaning of it. Is purely imaginary. And. uh, It's just beautiful. It's just so beautiful. You know. It takes a huge. Stress off your shoulders. Because. You know. You realize that. Life can really be. Whatever the fuck you want it to be. And you know, the, the world just has to accept it, really, you know, if I'm going around expressing how I am in my imagination, well, the world kind of just has to deal with it, you know, and I don't mean that as in, uh, you know, if I think I'm, like, hottest dude ever or whatever, like, go around and, uh, just try to like steal someone's girlfriend while they're sitting at the bar together like no that's not what I'm talking about I'm saying like if I want to be the sexiest dude on earth well I can literally just see the world how how the sexiest man on earth would see it really just put myself in that perspective and stay in it and uh you know the world just kind of has to see you how you see yourself uh, because, you know, nothing else is being expressed other than what you, how you see yourself. You know, you can't really express anything else uh, because, you know, it's a, I don't know how to explain it, but, you know, your expressions come out of you. And so if in you, you are, you know, constantly experiencing being the sexiest man on earth or whatever. You know, you, ha- you will have to express that. Because there is nothing else being expressed. Uh, and in some way, the, you know, you'll find yourself in situations where uh, you have evidence of what you believe. You know, that's what the confirmation bias is. It's just manifestation. People's mental activity made visible to them. All things exist. All things exist. Uh, you just have to believe it. Really, uh, choose love. Choose love. Don't choose fear anymore. Choose love. Uh, if you want something, have it. Literally, just have it. And, and you know, it's up to you. Uh, you know what you want. You know it. I follow the golden rule. If if I want something, I make sure. And if, like, other people are involved, I make sure that it ben- it would benefit everybody. I, I would only want people to experience what I would want to experience, uh, if I were them. But, anyway, I gotta get this episode cut off, uh, it's been a real nice episode, I feel like. I've had, I had a lot of fun with this one, and I feel like we got some good points out, uh, but... Anyway, I've got my Facebook Dylan DeNio, Instagram Dylan DeNio, Snapchat DillyD six uh, four two three. I got a TikTok, uh, Silly Dilly sixty four, and then of course I still have my Reddit page up, r slash uh, Conscious Creation Club. Uh, yeah, you know if there's any questions ever or any kind of comments or concerns whatever uh just message me on one of those platforms because i'd i'd be more than happy to uh clear more things up like this stuff is just all you know it's my life it really is my life uh and i love talking about it so uh no questions are stupid you know i learn every day but uh yeah anytime anyway ugh, anyway Until next time, have a good time and peace.